And we're live. We're live. All right. Welcome to the uh, Jacob and Mel show. Mel and Jacob show, working title. The show. The show. In the interim. We're here with our producer, Shreddy Cashflow. Shredrick Caster. Okay. Shreddell. Some of you may know him, or some of you may have never heard of him. And that's honestly your problem. Most of the it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Um, so we're going to start this off with a shot. Oh, thank you. Well, Freddie, um, go ahead and pour yourself a shot there if you want one. Go fuck yourself. The show. All right. Mm. That is utterly disgusting. Uh, it tastes like tobacco. Like if you put tobacco uh, in rubbing alcohol... And then you let it just sit in a hot Georgia sun. Uh, preach. Uh, it's like black tea. Like my great grandma used to make black tea. Mm-hmm. It's like leave it in the sun for days. It feels like, you know, somebody put a bunch of like Paul Mall, like Tell a, a real shitty cigarette tobacco in like a mesh bag. And then they like sat it in um, rubbing alcohol for maybe seven to 12 days. Mm hmm. And that's why this cost $100 for this bottle. Well, so, yeah. I'm, I'm down. I'll do another <laughs> shot right now. I'm not scared. It's a good one. It is. So here on the show, um, we've just been shooting the shit for the past fucking 30 years now. And we decided we're going to monetize. Fleshlight, we're coming for you first. Ho- hoping to get Fleshlight as a sponsor. Yep. Um, a couple other ones. Uh, I was hoping the government of Saudi Arabia... Um, other if we can't get them, we'll take uh, uh, New Delhi, New Delhi, uh, the new Cuban regime. Um, For the Cubans out there, you know me, Venezuela. Any dark money source that we can get, we will utilize, except ISIS. If the money, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to promote any of their ideals, but. Uh, if they want to sponsor the show, imagine if we had to do an ISIS commercial for like white white <laughs> Americans. Are you feeling alone? Don't know where you fit in the world. Have you considered a law? Considered a law? Is your wife giving you lip? <laughs> do you have a wife at all? You want her to stop showing herself around town? What does the term radical mean to you? <laughs> radical Islam, and it's just going to have like radical. a bunch. We'd have a bunch of like uh, like young. Uh, Arabic kids riding skateboards like uh, a skate park. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Radical Islam. Yep. What's that little kid that you'd always see on bumper stickers peeing on? Uh, I know what you're talking about. But it'll have a, a turban. Fuck, we're, we're getting dangerous here. Yeah, yeah. Well, ISIS, if, <laughs> if you're listening. We are looking for sponsors. Yeah, ISIS, if you're listening, uh, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it started from no <laughs> ISIS to, hey, all money's green, right? We are immediately ready to sell out. <laughs> Immediately. First episode, we yeah. sold out. Their money's blood money. Eh? Well, all money's blood money in America, baby. Yeah, it's, all, it's all gravy, baby. All so right. what are some talking points that we... Uh, um, well, there's, there's quite a few here. Uh, I kind of wanted to start off with the new Space Jam movie. Uh, yeah. Now, you stated that you have not seen the movie yet. I refuse to see it. Why do you refuse to see it? Um, because I'm neither a child nor a sports fan. Do you hate LeBron James, who's widely regarded as the best modern player of basketball today? I love LeBron James. Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> I know uh, his name. Okay. 
I think he's number 23. I thought that was Jordan. I don't know his number. <laughs> um, you could be right. I, I don't know. I'm not a sports fan. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Even um, the first movie when I was a kid, I was like, that's cool. Uh, I think that was Michael Jordan in yeah, the first yeah, one. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> I got it. Uh, I was there. Now, LeBron James, to my understanding, uh, is a communist. And he loves communism. What's your source? <laughs> Karl Marx. In the Communist Manifesto, it does state... Were they alive at the same time? <laughs> it's a prediction. It's a prophecy. Gotcha. Now, in the Communist Manifesto, he said that LeBron James Frederick up, Engels states that there's going to be a basketball player with a receding hairline... Can you that, verify that, Trey? ...that shows up... It's 100% true. I looked it up. ...in the 2020s... Or, I'm sorry, the, the early 2000s, and somehow rises to the top and grows a new hairline, uh, endorses the Communist Chinese Party and then spreads the ideals of communism throughout the world by playing basketball. This is 100% true. You can fact check that. It's so true, you don't even have to look it up. Yeah, while we're on the top, uh, topic of hairlines, Shreddy, in the video, can you put Elon Musk before and after right here? 100%. Right there. And just look at that hairline. And that makes me feel better about my hairline. Black Yeah. But um, as far as LeBron James, I don't know. I'm neither here nor there. Um, it's on my timeline, left and right. I feel like I've already seen the movie without having to see it. A lot of people have uh, bootlegged it, even though you can watch it on HBO at home. Mm-hmm. It's a great service, by the way. Yeah. Uh, people are filming it in the theaters. Like, I was like, dude, you could stream this shit. But I digress. Uh, I'm not going to watch it. Maybe I'll take some mushrooms and watch it. I think that would be fun. I think that would be a good time. Well, since we're talking about Space Jam, I want to talk about some of the characters of Looney Tunes okay. that have been forgotten, perhaps, or maybe just whitewashed, or maybe they've just been blackmailed from modern society. Well, I, I wanted to start this off. He's not a black or white character, but Speedy Gonzalez. Mm. Now, mm. he's all brown people had up until George Lopez. And fluffy. Hey, As, don't forget about the three amigos. Uh, Chevy Chase. <laughs> As a child, uh, I had nobody else to look up to. And I had to look up to Speedy Gonzalez. He had his own video game on Super Nintendo. Uh, he fought in space against a bunch of cats. And I viewed him as somebody that one day I could become. And I've now seen my childhood hero erased that's your fault it is because i did not fight when they came for pepe le pew i didn't say anything yeah and then they came for yosemite sam because he had guns i didn't say anything but eventually i protested for yosemite sam and and uh, elmer fudd what do you got against elmer fudd elmer fudd Peter was after him for what for killing rabbits killing rabbits there's a large overpopulation of rabbits in the United States. Even well, Peta, Peta was not down, and I was against Peta, like fuck always. Peta. Fuck yeah, Peta, fuck Peta, piece of shit. <laughs> I love anyway. animals, but fuck Peta. Well, they don't love animals. They just, they just they kill them all. Unless Peta wants to sponsor us, then I love Peta. <laughs> <laughs> um, they got rid of Peta Gonzalez. They got rid of Yosemite Sam. Who's next? You gonna get rid of Daffy Duck? He has a speech impediment. They're coming after him. They need to yeah. cancel. They can't get rid of him. What is his speech silly. impediment? He's got a, a lisp, and that's that's offending people with speech impediments. So they are talking about canceling Daffy Duck. Well, he's disabled. You can't get rid of him. Mm. 
that's a, that's a thin line. He's black. That's true. Um, okay. Blacky duck. <laughs> I saw they got rid of Lola Bunny from. Uh, Did they? Yeah, because I, I guess a bunch of people were jacking off oh. to the thought of a cartoon rabbit from 1996. So they tried to desexualize the character. I have not seen the new Space Jam, by the way. <laughs> I have no idea if Speedy Gonzalez is in the new Space oh, Jam. Oh, fuck no. I doubt it. If he is, it's probably a non-speaking role. He's just in the background holding holding a card up. Or, uh... or like washing the, the floors of a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> washing, washing the basketball floors? Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, but yeah. Yeah, so that's where we're at as a country. Thanks, America. Really appreciate that. It's like you were a big fan of Space Jam and you got let down with this movie. And you um, haven't seen it. I watched the original one many, many moons ago. Many, many moons ago. Um, I remember that I preferred Aladdin 3, <laughs> which was a straight-to-video release that came out, I think, around the same time. And I think I rented both of them, but I preferred Aladdin 3, which had Jafar. Um, it was very Jafar-heavy. My question, as far as the soundtrack <laughs> of Space Jam, mm-hmm. why didn't they get R. Kelly? I hear he's a little tied up <laughs> at the moment. Um, yeah, and, and, and you know what's even crazier is back when he made I, Can Be- I Believe I Could Fly, he, we all knew he was raping people. He's out here raping. He was out here raping. Yeah. Do you think he's getting raped in jail now? I don't think so. He doesn't seem like uh, a guy that, you know, just takes it on the chin. Uh, I did not R. say Kelly that. is unrapeable. I did not. No, but at the same time, he doesn't have bodyguards and protection. I'm sure somebody could rape R. Kelly if they really wanted to. Especially, the guy can't read. Theoretically. <laughs> Theoretically, R. Kelly, I guess, in prison, under certain circumstances, may be sexually assaulted. Now, would you feel bad for him? No. No, I wouldn't. Unless he wants to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> and then I would feel terrible. Sorry, R. Kelly. <laughs> We're so sorry. Free R. Kelly, y'all. Kills. If you sponsor our podcast. I will say that 12 plays probably one of the best R&B albums of all time. No, you can't like his music. I can. You can't have And both. I will. The guy. Not in cancel culture. You're going to get us canceled. <sighs> oh, God. Well, we haven't yeah, really. We haven't even started yet. Um, exactly. It's a non-starter. Um, it's a good album. The guy's a rapist with children and cults. Very yeah. a lot of weird shit. Yeah, I watched Surviving R. Kelly. I watched the first one and I was enthralled. Okay. I learned a lot about uh, him that I didn't know. And then they pulled out the second one, and I was like, well, this is just a cash grab. Did you watch the second one? I didn't watch either one of them. Yeah. Well, the first one was definitely a cash grab. The second one, though, was just like, be, the horse was dead. Don't get me wrong, all the victims, hey, sorry you went through that. But, uh, you know, you don't need season two, which is essentially just season one. I just stopped watching it halfway through. That bad? Yeah, I just didn't learn any new information. You're making so many people that needs two seasons. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, even when he was doing when season one was out, he still had a harem of yeah underage girls. They even saved one on season one. They saved her. Yeah, it was dramatic. How okay? How old were these girls? I, he met them when they were teenagers, uh, like ta- are, like fourteen, fifteen. Uh, but 
at what point do you not blame the parents? Like, hey, you you know what this guy's been accused of. You know, if I had a 14-year-old daughter who wanted to sing and R. Kelly was like, oh, I'll make her a star. Yeah, let me take her to my special camp. Yeah, I would first look at his resume. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't made anyone a star since Aaliyah, which I think Timbaland really can take credit for that. Uh, two, he's a known pedophile. Um, <laughs> Suspected at that time. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did make that music video. I don't know if you saw it where he's slamming on the table saying, I'm not guilty while he was singing. And you know, I'm not guilty. Sounds great. Yeah, and he was sitting like with a bunch of lawyers. And then I pulled out my gun. And then I pulled out my Beretta. <laughs> Beretta, Beretta. Turns out he was a midget. A midget. A midget. Yeah, for sure, but <laughs> there's a lot of things yeah. to take into consideration. Yeah, and these people aren't obviously thinking if they're letting their 14-year-old daughter go to sleepaway camp with R. Kelly to begin with in 2007. Like we are, you know. I mean, honestly, people that want their childrens to their childrens, their children to be celebrities. Women, 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 women. women, women, women. <laughs> uh, people that want their children to be celebrities are actually disgusting. Yeah, they're very jaded. They're willing to just like, hey, you know, go with this fucking creep. This yeah. Harvey Weinstein guy, and uh, you know, see what happens. Maybe he'll make you a star. He's gonna make you a star. <laughs> He's gonna buy me uh, an Escalade. Yeah. So, uh, like the Honey Boo Boos. What was her mom's name? Um, fuck, I forgot her name. She's beautiful, by the way. Um, I think it was like Mama something. Mama June. Real treasure. Mama June. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mama June is the personification of America. Where you want your children to succeed uh, by doing nothing. And you want to capitalize and monetize your child because you are worthless. <laughs> and you have no talents of your own. And you send your child out there into all sorts of danger. And maybe that's not the personification of America, but at least the entertainment industry. But have you seen Mama June recently? She hot. She lost a bunch of weight. She hot. No. <laughs> all no, the wrong places. All the wrong places. She's got no titties. Um, but speaking on, on the hip hop culture, I did want to talk about uh, Lil Uzi Vert buying a planet. What planet did he buy? Um, Wasp 9152. It's like one of these newly discovered planets way far away. Okay. But according to Grimes, Elon Musk is a uh, husband, uh, wife, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, AI robot. Okay. Um, it's his wife. He'll be the first <laughs> human to own a planet. And my question is, like, how do you govern... How do you purchase a planet, first off? And who... Where are the rules? What are the rules? So if I... Can went, I buy a planet? I, I would imagine so. I mean, what do... How do we know that things aren't already living there? We don't. Isn't that slavery? If he goes there... I don't think we can go there. You don't know that. I Jeff mean, Bezos it's like, just took a joyride on a rocket but it's like buying you know they sell like portions of the moon off yeah. like you know you how the fuck do you claim a deed to the moon to, to a piece of land on the moon i don't know once we get up there and like travels easy it's just going to be like the fucking like claims back in the fucking wild west are gonna be like all right fucking go for it that's true i might hold up in moon court <laughs> moon uh, court moon court with judge judy judge judy um <clears throat> with judge lil uzi Vert. yeah so i mean First of all, I want to know how much he paid. What does this entail? Why would he want to do that? Where is this planet at? It's just a clout thing. 
It's just a... Uh, I own a plane. Yeah, yeah he plane. literally can do nothing with it. Let's say it's a million dollars. He might as well take that million dollars and set it on fire and then write himself a fake plaque that says, I own a planet. Because, A, no one's going to verify that. Mm-hmm. Who would you go to? How do you verify planet ownership? It doesn't exist. There has to be some sort of... It's got to be like a new registry. Unless Lil Uzi Vert wants to sponsor our podcast <laughs> and buy us all planets. If Lil Uzi Vert bought me a planet, <laughs> that would be different. Yeah. But as of right now, you're a fool. See, if you ask him for, for like the logic, it, it can be answered in, in what way? Is it, do you own a planet? No? Okay. I do. I actually claimed a deed <clears throat> to Pluto. Is it on the registry? On the Lowry Registry of Planets. Okay. It is now. It's written right there, too. It is. Oh. Yep. Pluto. Circled and <laughs> X'd. Boy, was I wrong. I also claim Planet X. If that's real, I want that. Uh, real quick, one sec, so we can sync up the sound in the video. Can one of you guys just... Perfect. That's what it sounds like when I smack that bitch's ass. <laughs> you fucking bitch. You fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, so what else is going on? What else is... uh? Dr. Dre. Uh, Dr. Dre. Tiny, Dr. Dre. his name. 300000 a month in spousal support. Uh, so... You break up with your uh, with your hyena, with your bitch. My special lady. Your special lady. And she has become accustomed to a certain lifestyle. And that certain lifestyle entails what, Mel? Uh, I think I believe her phone bill... Shred, you're going to have to verify this. I believe her phone bill was about 5000 Her phone and internet was like 5000 a month. I don't know. Um, she also had... Uh, like au pairs, uh, 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 babysitters, that was just ridiculous. I mean, her whole lifestyle is just ridiculous. Let me pull up my iPad after I roll this joint. We'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't, I mean, I know how I feel about this. Um, I just, that's, is there, are there any kids involved? I think so. Yeah. Hood Surgeon is still claiming uh, child support. Hood Surgeon? Yeah. <laughs> Hood Surgeon, I encountered. On allhiphop.com in 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. He looks just like Dr. Dre. He's Dr. Dre's illegitimate son who was eventually claimed by Dr. Dre. Hood surgeon. I get it now. Ah, he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm a surgeon. So this guy, I guess, is based out of Lake Forest. What? He raps with Lil Easy, and they try to create like a new NWA sort yeah. of thing. Didn't do very well. Well, uh, I haven't heard of them. <clears throat> I have, unfortunately. Um... And, uh, yeah, so I think Hood Surgeon, he has to be, like, 40 years old at this point. Damn. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's Dr. Dre's son. So, I mean, there's other children involved. Yeah, and plus she was with him when he went from, you know, Dr. Dre the rapper to Dr. Dre the entrepreneur. You know, she did, she did, she did go the gamut with him. But let's take a look here on the Internet. And uh, she got there your little, got a little pad, a little pad, information pad here. Oh, porn. Right. Porn. Uh, that was porn. That was porno. What kind? <laughs> We're not talking about what kind. Uh, the lady never tells. Uh, All right, so Dr. Dre's wife's What are you doing, Stepsis? Expenses. <laughs> dot com. Bridget the Midget. Dot gov. Bridget the Midget. It's a beautiful woman. Okay, $10,000 a month for laundry and cleaning, $135,000 a month for closing, clothing. Spend your clothes. Yeah. Every month you have to spend enough to buy a house in Kansas. How much? $135,000 a month in clothing. 
what is she wearing? Gucci, Prada, all that shit. At this point? That's not a necessity. How does a judge see that and be like, that's necessary? I mean, you could buy that bitch, you know, uh, the three for ten Fruit of the Loom t-shirts. Yep. Like, that's clothing. If you want to talk about necessity, But she's used to living this kind of lifestyle. Jake. I don't give a fuck. You crazy bitch. <laughs> Why didn't Dr. Dre sign a prenup? Um, I feel like he did, and like somehow she still skirted around it. I don't feel like he's that dumb. Um, okay, we're not done. We're, we're not even at like the crazy... Like 135 for clothing, that, that's pretty crazy, but... Okay. She requires $900,000 a month for entertainment. I'm sorry. How much is she? I have three hundred thousand per month in spousal support. Oh, that's 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 what they settled for. This is what she was ah, requesting. Okay, she wanted nine hundred thousand in entertainment. Entertainment. What does that entail? You spend a million dollars a month in fucking anything. You know, my Netflix is seventeen dollars a month, and I'm mad at that. Damn, really? Yeah, I got the family plan. I don't have a family. <laughs> Nobody else is using it. I'm on it. Thanks, bud. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Now I know for future podcasts, I gotta load up on dope and drinks. Oh, all right. That mini fridge outside, you put it between the two. Not a bad idea. We're also looking at um, sixty thousand dollars a month for education. For her? Uh, it doesn't specify. Bitch, going back to school. Um. Uh, okay, one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a month for charity. Uh, it's not her. Hold on, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I got used to donating. Yeah, okay. analyze that. 125000 Again, you could buy a house in Paducah for one hundred twenty. Paducah? 125000 Where's Paducah? I don't know. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Paducah. Paducah. Kentucky. Like my, yeah, my Uncle John lives there. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, I was, I was going close to home. Where you're from. You know me? I, I love Kentucky. I'm actually licensed in Kentucky now, so. Uh-oh. It's a good state. All the good points. If the state of Kentucky wants to sponsor this podcast, I'm okay with that. Yeah. If KFC wants to sponsor this podcast, hit me up. It's the bluegrass state, I think. There we go. Um, okay, and then we're also looking at $100,000 a month for her mortgage. Okay, if I'm the judge, I'm going to be. I'm going to say, okay, what do you do? What is your job? What are you bringing to the table? She would say nothing. I'm just used to making this money while I supported my husband during his come up. As, as, okay. Is this in California too? Because that's. It sounds like it. Um, to be generous, we're going to go ahead and rent you an apartment in Anaheim. Okay. And it's. Not a, even Anaheim Hills. <laughs> it's going to be at the Stadium Lofts off the tele. There you go. And we're going to give you an allowance of $2,500 a month. Yeah, so you get a one-bedroom studio, two-bedroom studio, probably one. Um, and you do what you have to do. Get a job. There's Flame Broiler. They're hiring. Uh, Carl's Jr., I know for a fact. The one I could tell in State College, they're hiring. Hey, did you hear about Dr. Grace X? She's working at Wabba Grill now. <laughs> she's working at Thank Wabba Grill. Thank you for choosing Lee's sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> she works at Lee's sandwiches. I love, um, I love Lee's, by the way. She also, okay, so her. Yeah, yeah, Lee's. <laughs> Your wings? Okay, so telephone, cell phone, and email services. First of all, who the fuck? Yeah. Who pays for their... Yeah. My cell phone bill is 100 and... 
$12 a month. Mm-hmm. My Wi-Fi is 70 my email service is Gmail. Sponsor us. And that's free. <laughs> Gmail? <laughs> Sponsored by Gmail. I'll put a fucking Gmail sticker on the back of my laptop. I love Gmail. I yeah. use it. I love it. I swear by it. Right? Her telephone. So her landline, her cell phone, <laughs> and her email. She's got a bundle. Package okay. plan. Okay. For the low, low price of $20,000 a month. Yeah. She can call back in time with that kind of service she can call the past and the future for that kind of service you should be able to talk to george washington right now <laughs> listen here george listen george you jo- fucked up georgie i love you motherfucker but you had slaves <laughs> you're a motherfucker um so her getting the three hundred thousand that she's getting which we thought was ridiculous at first imagine if she even got just half She'd be looking at $1.2 million a month. A okay. month. It Whoa. sounds like she was just aiming really high so that he would settle. For 300000 a month? Yeah. I mean, what's 300000 times 12? Do we got that math? Come on, Freddie. 24, uh, 30, 36. 36. I thought you were the math guy, Freddie. So it's $3.6 million? <laughs> So she's still making $3.6 million a year? Mm-hmm. I mean, it beats the hell out of two point five a month. See, what she's doing is that, like, uh, that psychological thing where you ask for something ridiculous... And then ask for what you actually wanted, and they're more inclined to say yes because mm-hmm. you asked for the ridiculous stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think they're about twelve hundred dollars. No, all right. Well, what about two hundred? Okay. All right. I, I don't know their relationship, but she sounds like an absolutely horrible person. Sounds like a despicable, disgusting human being, and uh, I don't believe in spousal support. Yeah, I don't. It's I think just, I think the hundred and fifty thousand to charity is kind of like a backhanded. You know, you don't do, have money. Yeah. You, you, How are you going to try to donate? You see. don't have your own. That's an okay. That's infuriating. Uh, you can't donate for, if you don't have money. Work. Wives. If my net worth is zero, and I'm like, well, you know, I gotta, I gotta donate three hundred dollars to uh, the Make a Wish Foundation. I can't do that. Make a bitch. Make a bitch foundation. That's what this is. That's what this is. The yeah. Make a Bitch Foundation. They were, t- they were together for bitch. 24 years. Irreconcilable <laughs> differences. Dr. Dre with that chicken skin face. Yeah, they did not <laughs> sign any prenup. Halloween want prenup. Yeah. Damn, that's dumb. Yeah, no prenup. Um, I, I looked up what is her job, and the internet actually exploded on my iPad. There's, there's nothing there. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so... Dr. Dre. I mean, he's got the money. How much is that guy worth? He was hip-hop's first billionaire. He's got the money. I mean, how long are you going to have that kind of money? Well, I guess how, how many millions is a billion? Quite a, quite a, a few. thousand. A thousand million? Yeah. So he's, gonna, he's good. He could pay her off. I guess, yeah, he could pay her I guess he could off. have numerous ex-wives and pay him 300000 As long as he continues to make money, though. If that he actually, just stopped. That actually seems kind of low now that, <laughs> now that I think about it. But... She's set for life. Yeah, she doesn't deserve that. At three million a year, it's gonna take him less than fucking what is that? Because a thousand divided by three is. All right, Freddie. Math is not your strong suit here, so don't worry about that. She she does have a law degree, however, she does not practice law, and has chosen to be a dedicated housewife, mother, and socialite. She's a homemaker. Yeah. You're a homemaker. You decided uh, to live off your husband, and now you want all of his money because he's breaking up with your ass. She's a mooch. She's a mooch. A mooch. I don't know. Um, I, I spoke to my girl, and I said, when we get married, 
whether I make a million dollars or, or four hundred dollars a month, we're signing a prenup. Yeah. Um, Kanye West mm. is wearing a Lucha Libre mask. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Um, I think it's a COVID thing. I think it, I think it started with the COVID mask thing, and he just did his Kanye thing to it, and just had to get it as weird as he possibly can. I saw I saw a good wrestling meme the mm-hmm. other day. And it said that Kane, you guys know who Kane, the rest, Undertaker's brother. Yeah, he has a he has a great chicken shop. Does he? He's that he's a that reason Kane. Oh, no, that's a joke. That's not, <laughs> that fell flat. Uh, okay. Does he? Kane with a K. I don't know. The guy's the mayor of Knox County in Tennessee. So I was like, that sounds like something. I'm I'm okay. I don't smoke dope. I don't do. I'm above the influence. The drug. I'm above. I am the influence. Dare. You got to dare to dream. You got to dare to get fucking as high as you can while filming a podcast. With I got you. a story about my dare officer. I'll tell it in a moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do dare stories. Oh, I got one for you, too. Dick. Yeah, mine was a piece of shit. A good title for this, too. Hmm? Below the influence. Below the influence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... Um, God damn it. What the fuck was I talking about? Then you got to contact Oh, Kane. Okay, Kane. Kane. Yeah. So the meme, it said, uh, Kane wears a mask. It's like Kane wore a mask for an hour and 47 minutes during the 2001 Royal Rumble. You can wear a mask for a few minutes when you go into State of Brothers. It's yeah, like a pro-COVID sure. mask. Yeah. I it was Dude, I was all about the mask. I didn't give a fuck. Obviously, well, you know, I kind of lucked out because my profession requires me to stay home, which is fine. I feel bad for people who have to work at grocery stores and wear a mask for eight hours a day. I'm sure that could weigh on you yep. mentally and physically. Sure. Um, so as much as I do care about them. And what, you know, they had to go through. Me personally, I was like, ah, you know, if I got to wear a mask, I got to wear a mask. Tough titty. But I'd rather be out of my house and be able to go shopping uh, than get kicked out and look like a goddamn Karen. Have you been Karen? No. Have you experienced Karen? I have. What's your most recent Karen experience? You going to circle back? We'll circle back on okay. that one. Go ahead. On um, so the mask thing. I'll give you my thoughts. On the mask. Here we go. Here we go. So, when it first happened, myself, as a libertarian, I was furious. Because now I'm being forced to wear a mask, and there's no scientific backing behind it. At first, they told us, you don't have to wear a mask. In fact, you don't want to wear a mask. That's straight from Dr. Fauci. This happened in March, maybe April of 2020. Um... As things went on, then they said, hey, you need to wear a mask. And when, again, this is not a law. It's still not a law, a federal or a California state law. However, they were arresting people for not wearing masks. Were they? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Or at least detaining them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, private businesses are free to do whatever they want, and I support them. Like, I don't want to go into a store, you know, if, if they're like, hey, you need to wear a mask. I'm going to be respectful. I'm going to wear a mask. Yeah. But if jackass... Gavin Newsom, gruesome, I'm kidding, uh, is dictating that I wear a mask without any sort of scientific backing behind it. Uh, it's a little it's a little infuriating. But and you I, still wore a mask. I did out of respect. Uh, and you were mad the whole time you're clenching I, your I, teeth? I was very upset. But I also didn't want to be that jackass that, you know, like I saw the videos of the people that, yeah. I'm not going to wear a mask. Yeah. I remember watching a video. Uh, all these people were marching through Target. Do you remember that? Uh, I do. And they, It was yeah. like a Payless scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they had like someone was playing like the, uh, the national anthem on their fucking Android. 
<laughs> Those people are fucking clowns. I love it. it. I love Samsung. I love Android. I'm Sponsors. sorry. They're, they're, they're boost. They're, they're Metro PCS. Knockoff brand. Okay, Metro PCS is now owned by T-Mobile, one of the <laughs> largest. Oh, are you still on Metro? <laughs> no. <laughs> on Verizon. I've been on Metro like in three, four years. Hold on, Elitist. Metro, if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> Metro by, they don't, they're not even called Metro PCS anymore. It's Metro by T-Mobile. Oh, shit. But they're still, they're still the... the Bougie Soir. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're still the uh, uh, less expensive phone option. Yeah, they're still the, the, the laughing stock of uh, the cell phone world. I mean, is this mobile still around? Mm. I don't know. What was it? The, the trip? <laughs> Where you at, though? Trip me on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. ludicrous. And Kanye. And, and the game. And the game. That was a good commercial. That was. Had a lasting impact. Put that commercial at the bottom. Let's just wait for a second so you can put a little clip of that commercial. And let's pretend like we're listening to the song. Yeah, that was a good one. What was the tagline? Where you at? Yeah, where you at? Hit me back. Where you at? Yep. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Kanye and the butt. Yeah, that was a good one. (coughs) Um, We we stopped on Kanye. Um, Kanye is releasing a new album tomorrow. Today is Thursday, uh, July 22nd, 2021. Test post or test recording of the show. Uh, Kanye is currently playing his new album as we speak in Atlanta, um, and I don't care, which sucks because I'm a huge Kanye fan. And I'm looking right at the camera because I want you to know I mean this. I'm a big Kanye fan, but over the past I would say uh, Pablo Whack. What are you after, Pablo? Uh, I don't. Then know. he did Kids See Ghosts and Yay with Kid. Yeah, and both those albums I thought were fucking awesome, and then he got religious. And and that, that was a good album though. What? What was it? What was the name of it? Yeah, so good of an album. It was a good one. Jake, who remembers fucking <laughs> dates from like <laughs> two thousand one, can't remember the name. It's called. Uh, it was still a good album. I can't. It was. Uh, he said something about Chick Fil A. I remember that. I fucking <laughs> I love Chick Fil. I got twelve thousand Chick Fil A points right now. Red, I'm a red member at Chick-fil-A. Oh, well, I'll have you know. Freddie, you got it. Pull. Oh, you don't, have any, you don't have any internet. Redtube.com. Okay. Where's Sponsor. your laptop? Yeah, pull that out. Start looking shit up. See, that's what we hired you to do. Yeah, Pay for you and... He didn't even take a shot. So yeah. far, this is fucking great. Like, <laughs> like, um, like, this could be a cool episode. We know Kanye West's fucking album, Father um, Wash My Hands... Um. Oh. Uh, Jesus is king. Jesus there you go. Is king. Jesus is king. If you want to pull that up and use that as a table, I can't use it. It falls apart. Oh, it's a mess. Yeah, I don't live here. My bad. Uh, Jesus is king. Anyways, terrible album. My point was getting with that. Uh, Kanye. I get more excited for him building up the excitement for the album yeah. than the actual album itself. It's the anticipation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does it in a, in a way other than the mass listening. To his album, I think it's kind of cheesy. I think if I invited 2,000 people to stand around while I played uh, music on my iPhone, I feel like I was I was uh, uh, selling them short of sure. a full experience. You know, perform a couple of songs. But he's literally standing there in the middle of a stadium with... <coughs> and Fred, you might want to put some more video of this happening. Uh, in the middle of a stadium with famous rappers all around him, yes-manning the shit out of him, telling him how great he is. Playing music on his iPhone. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's such a turn off. You know, growing up, Kanye was, to me, the man. I remember his first albums. I remember all his albums. 
We were at a very impressionable age. I think we were, what, 12 when his first album came out. Yep. Both with aspirations to do something musical with our futures ourselves. He was very, very... You guys want to plug your SoundClouds here? Yeah. Fuck yourself. SoundCloud.com slash Shredrick is King. This will be Shreddy's last episode (laughs) on this newly unnamed podcast. Anywho, um, this newly unnamed... We'll figure out a name. We'll call it just... Phone games. Phone games. Um, I love Kanye. I miss the old Kanye. Chat the new Kanye. Kanye. Straight from the gold Kanye. Man, that was so Kanye. I also don't mind the new Kanye. And I think that he evolved into exactly what I don't mind him. I just don't like his music anymore. Well, okay. So when uh, 808 and Heartbreak. What the fuck was that shit? 808 and Heartbreak. Okay, so when that album dropped, I was in Juvenile Hall. (laughs) And I was actually really looking forward to it. And one of the guards, like, played it for us because it was just a bunch of cholos in Orange County. And all they wanted to listen to was oldies. And one of this, one of the guards was this younger Asian dude who was just blasting 808-80, whatever the fuck the album was called, nonstop. And I did not like it. Not because of where I was at in life at that point, but when College Dropout came out, Mel actually showed me that back in 03. It's a good fucking album. Yeah. Uh, late registration happened. It came out the day that Hurricane Katrina happened. And I remember I waited at Target at like 7 o'clock in the morning to buy this album. I was a huge Kanye fan. What, um, year did, or what month did uh, College Dropout come out? Uh, I want to say March. It's got to be March or February 2003. If that was the case, we were fucking 11. It might have been... Uh, Oh four maybe. No, this must have been oh four. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You want me to give my password? Okay. It's uh, my favorite video game. Uh-huh. Well, you can just say it with a cap- capital C. Hopefully, put out and post exclamation later. point. Six six six. Yep. There's an exclamation point. Yeah. Where at? At the, the end. end. <laughs> um. So. Late registration was an. It still is my favorite Kanye West album. 808 came out. I just lost interest. I lost interest for a long time. Graduation was okay. It was okay. Had some good songs. February 10th, 2004. There we go. There February 2004. Graduation, I thought, was okay. Uh, Can't Tell Me Nothing was amazing. Flashing Lights, okay. But I didn't like Barry Bonds. There's a lot on that album that I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't rocking with. Mm. I can... I can... I can uh, share your sentiments. So if we're doing Kanye discography and we'll stop at graduation, uh, college dropout, classic, late restoration classic. You know, it's in heartbreak. Um, at that time in my life, I was listening to a lot of heavy metal. I wasn't really focused on hip hop. I didn't really care, um, which is, yeah, weird because I'm, you know, a music. A lot of mushroom head. A lot of mushroom head, <laughs> a lot of cradle of filth. Um, anywho. So I was on tour with said metal band going through a breakup and uh, I had downloaded his discography just to kind of, and 808s and Heartbreak came on. So it's interesting to say, you said, you know, it's not that you didn't like it because of the place of where you were in your life, you know, but I did like it because of the place I was in my life. I was <coughs> homesick, I missed my girl, and you know, that whole album, I was like, man, it really hit. So yeah. that one is up there and one of my favorites, I would prefer over Graduation. But when he came back with my beautiful, twisted fantasy, dark, 
Sorry. That one had some good songs. That whole album was a masterpiece. What was that one with Rick Ross? Uh, Monster. That's not the one I was thinking of, but that is a good song. Rich, um, I'm a monster, no fuck. good blood sucker. Fat motherfucker, and I love who's in trouble. Yeah, uh, which one are you thinking of? Uh, um, shit. Uh, I don't know. Uh, this is my beautiful my dark twisted fantasy with Rick Ross. Or is it fairy tale? Fantasy? I don't fairy know. tale. Fantasy. See if I can just find we it. got the our internet guy now. Look at him now. He's fucking, yeah, he's fucking doing it. Speed racer over here. Where the fuck is my plant? Boho Botanical Garden from Florida. You guys fucked up. Unless you want to sponsor us. Didn't you just order Unless, it today? I just ordered a plant from them today. But I also ordered one from them last Thursday when they did their last plant drop. Mm. A Raffiodora hayi, hey which is a shingling plant that grows up, <sighs> upwards. Really good deal. It should have been here. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a lot of questions. Maybe about these plants and he just stole it. Well, then somebody's got to die. Somebody's got to go. Um, what the fuck was I looking up? Oh, uh... What the fuck was the name of that album? Of that album? Oh, he's looking at it now. We got an internet guy. He's taking too long. It's taking too long. It might have been Devil in a New Dress. Devil in a New Dress. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Never said a word. Never said a word in this evening. Yeah, yeah, that's a good song. Man, I miss. I miss. Like spending hours and hours digesting, analyzing, re-listening. You know, now I listen to a Kanye West album, and it's just I have listened to it once or twice. Mm-hmm. I try and latch on to one or two songs that I can tolerate, but it's just so not the same. Well, the the level of craft craftsmanship that he would put into his previous albums, you know. And he would spend so much time focused on one song, one song, and making it perfect. Like, I've heard demos of earlier stuff, and then he finishes on, like, an album, like, you know, and you hear the final version. But now, I feel like all of his shit since Pablo has been either rushed or half-assed or half-produced, half-written. A lot of his words are... It's a new guy, though, man. Like, it's it's not the same I understand. But he's got a at what point is he, process. you know, he's sacrificing artistry to focus on clothes and, and, you know, which is making him money for sure. But at what point, at what point do you remember, like, I made great music? Like, you know, a lot of his shit, I wouldn't call great anymore. Um, I mean, but albums as a whole in 2021. That's true. Albums don't really exist. It's just like a collection of... It's basically a fucking mixtape. Here, go on an album rant while I get in a beer. You need okay. Um, no. Uh, okay, <clears throat> so we're going on an album rant here. Uh, in the year 2019, <laughs> I asked my friends on Friendsgiving, what do you guys believe is the album of the year? They all had various answers, I think. Uh, Mel, what was your album for album of the year 2019? Uh, I'll be back to you right now. Sure. Uh, Talib Kweli, I think is what he said. Um, I said Home Shake. Okay. Indie artist, whatever. 2020, I asked the same question, and my answer was Jerry Paper. Now, 2021, no good albums have come out at all this year, in my opinion. However, in September, it was announced earlier this month that both Home Shake and Jerry Paper 
are going to have an album together. Oh, that's cool. Which it's like me and maybe like 10 other people actually care. But I'm very excited. Yeah. Well, hopefully so. it's really good and it's not trash. That would be that would be terrible. They've dropped two singles and they were both amazing. I don't remember 2019, my favorite album. Uh, I remember 2020's was uh, Protest the Hero. Palimpsest. Metal band. They're <clears throat> fucking tight. Palestine. Free, free Palestine. Free Palestine. What are your views on Palestine? The Palestinian-Israeli conflict <laughs> has gone on for too long. Now, Unless either one of them sponsor us. In that case, fuck Israel I, or yes, Palestine. Yes. Um, now, the greatest president of all time. Uh-oh. He... <laughs> Is the one that stopped a lot of the conflicts. Yes. Uh, he's the one that stopped a lot of the conflicts in the Middle East. He doesn't get enough credit. And I'm here actually today to plug uh, my new book. It's called The Trump Prophecies. Now, Mark Taylor is uh, the name that I'm going by. It's a pseudonym. It's my pseudonym. Is it a pseudonym? I don't know, but that's... I'm a also, pseudonym? I'm also Mary Colbert. I'm, I, I, I'm I both of the authors. Well, I'm in there somewhere. <laughs> I was, I, I'm supposed to be Mary Cole. I thought that was going to be my pen name. But. Well, you know, now I want to read you a few excerpts of this book. Chapter 5. Here's the title of the book. Uh, the, it's oh, the, yeah. The Trump Prophecies. The astonishing true story of the man who saw tomorrow and what he says is coming next. Now, I wrote this in 2017. <laughs> uh, shortly after our Lord and Savior Donald Trump uh, became the president. But you prophesied, I remember I reading did. the back, you pro- prophesied it in 2011, yeah, right? Yeah, I did, actually. So, um, I wondered aloud uh, at, at certain times what God saw <laughs> uh, in Trump spiritually that we as Americans could not see in the natural. I really pondered this because I'm like, oh, man, what does God see in Donald Trump? What I saw was a liar and a crook and a con man. And uh, just uh, an snake adulterer, oil a snake oil salesman. Yeah. But, I mean, the guy became president. God saw something in this individual. And you saw it. I did, because I'm Mark Taylor. And uh, I then started hearing about his love for the Jews. And once I heard about how much he loved the Jews, I got it. Because I'm like, God loves the Jews. Yeah. Those are his chosen people. And Donald Trump also loves the Jews. Well, so then my motto became Trump first, Jesus second. Okay. As Mark Taylor, the name I had to use for this book uh, because I didn't want to, uh, you know, well, tarnish my career. I'm glad you're finally unveiling yourself for the world to see. <laughs> Here first on this show. Yep, on the unnamed podcast. Um, I realized he'd been busy for a long time carrying out uh, out behavior that I saw as biblical. And uh, he was bragging about financial successes, but he was only doing so to spread the word of Jesus Christ. That's Trump? Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Now, uh, again, uh, tr- the Trump prophecies. It's got a picture of me on the back. It's an older picture. I don't think you'll be able to see, but that's me. If you want to take a look, that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I took that picture. You did, yeah. and Mary Colbert. That's just a stock photo, but that's also me. Yeah, but we bought the rights on uh, stock mm-hmm. Shutterstock, so <laughs> they can't sue us for using that. So in 2024, 
I will be voting for uh, Mike Pence for president. What? I love him. You're going to vote against Donald Trump? Donald Trump, uh, it says in this book that I wrote that he's actually going to die. Um, he's going to be murdered by Antifa. He's a martyr. Uh, and uh, they're going to um, sodomize him like they did uh, Gaddafi in Libya. Um, but they only do that so Mike Pence can come back and save America. Thanks. It's a part of God's plan. Yeah. He works in mysterious ways. A lot of sodomy. It needs to happen, though, apparently. I'm not sure what God's obsession with sodomy is, but uh, it's got to happen, I guess. Yeah. So. Kind of like Mel with the iPad earlier, you know what I mean? Just <laughs> yes. Things happen. Yeah. So, there we go. Thank you for my time to plug my book. Appreciate that. Out now on Amazon. It's out now on Amazon, and uh, you can find this at, at uh, you know, maybe not Barnes & Noble. Maybe uh, Borders, Borders, if they're still Borders open. Borders, yeah, more, pro- um, more, more progressive. The Dollar Tree bought a large uh, portion. Possibly your local garbage can is right on that one. So. Yes. Trump Prophecies. Trump Prophecies 2024. Yeah, I'm going to write Trump Prophecies 2.0. It's coming out soon. So. Yeah. A lot of prophecies. Well, Mark, um, <laughs> I, think, I think we're sorry, at, at, a, at a point yeah. where... Mr. Mr. Taylor. I'm sorry. Senor Taylor. Thank you. Thank um, you. I think we covered all the topics. Um, we, you know what? We yeah. haven't taken another shot. Let's conclude it with another shot. Let's do one of those. And how about we do uh, Where Are They Now? Freddie, can you give oh, me an okay. obscure uh, yeah, celebrity? Yeah. Let's conclude as the we, show as we with take a Where shot. Are They Now? Yeah. Come up with uh, some show in the 90s. Or where are they now? I'll make a song for that. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And we'll definitely start it with that sound. I'm really not looking forward to this shot. I am. I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm looking forward to what it'll do to me. Oh, yeah. Well, this has been fun. Okay. I mean, shouldn't we just add, shouldn't we throw out a random celebrity to him and have him look it up? I was hoping that he would have one ready to go, but he's a failure as a producer. Let's see. Okay, I got one. Again, this is last episode. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, where the fuck is he? We're talking about Simba. Yeah. This was the original Simba yeah. of the Lion King. Yeah, he was also uh, uh, um, the son on uh, um, he was, he Tim was the Toolman. The second youngest son on Home Improvement. Home Improvement. Oh! Which, I'm, uh, okay, so, I'm sorry, to get off topic. There's two shows that I really want to binge watch, and n- neither one of these shows is on any streaming service. And it's fucking infuriating, because I, I guess that these are obscure shows, but... I should be able to find them on Hulu, Prime, Prime, anywhere. I can't find ah. the only place I can find them is like IMBD, and I gotta pay. Yeah, and it's like, suck it. Suck it. Uh, so the shows are Home Improvement. There's a really good claymation uh, Christmas episode that's always stuck with me. I think it aired in like '97. Mm-hmm. Really want to watch that. And uh, the other one's the, the Drew Carey show. You ever watch that? That's not streaming anywhere. No. Wow. You ever watch that show? I mean, I wasn't into it. It was a little. It was a little bit more grown for me. It was one of my favorite shows growing yeah. up. I remember as a kid, uh, not understanding, and then growing up, and you're like, "Well, okay." Yeah. Um, whose line is it anyway? You could find. That's a good show. Uh, mine but... was Hey Arnold. I couldn't find it anywhere, and then it's on Hulu. Yeah, I think you told me last time we hung out. It's on Hulu, and it blew my mind. Yeah. And it's there, all of it. It is. Hey Arnold, if you want to sponsor us, I know you've been off the air for <laughs> fucking. Well, they got that new Paramount. Uh... 
Paramount Plus. Paramount yeah. Plus. Yeah. Well, here. All right. Let's do a salute to Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Waka Mullen. He's actually on a show as late as 2021. What show? What is that? The one with Tim Allen? Yeah, Tim Allen. What? He's, he's is he addicted to drugs or an alcoholic? Does he? Did he t- diddle any children? Well, we're looking for funny things here, Freddie. What else we got here? How about uh, the older brother from Boy Meets World, uh, Eric? What the fuck? Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World. Mm. I think that was his name. Yeah. But I remember Mr. Feeney saying, Mr. Matthews. Yeah, and I have a cousin who's named Eric Matthews, and I was, oh, here, I'm, I'm yeah. waiting to drink this. Like a bullet. Like a bullet. Oh, God. Eric Randall Matthews. Ah! Ooh. God. Yeah. Trump prophecies coming next. God damn, this is disgusting. I got to plug my book. <sighs> what book you got? The Life and Times of... Melvin Jones? Threw <laughs> <laughs> uh, me off. Sorry. <laughs> the Life and Times of Melvin Jones when I was a, uh, a black supremacist in Garden Grove. The black supremacist that was working on ships. On ships. In Garden Grove. Garden Grove. <laughs> yeah. Very difficult as there's no bodies of water. Uh, we had little lakes. All right, what'd you find on Eric? Or, uh, you are look a up, fucking yeah, look up, terrible. Just put the older brother of Boy Meets World. He'll pop up. Okay, okay, look up Eric Matthews. That's not the, his real name. Okay, look up the, the actor's real name and then Google him. I'm sure that guy's got some DUIs. Something. He's got a few mug shots. He's got to. And if not him, then Corey's best friend. Will Freedom. What was his his best friend's name? Hunter Parrish. Hunter. Sean. 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 He's a bad boy. He's the dude that was dating the black chick. Was he dating the black chick? In the the later seasons, yeah. Oh, I love that. It's like he went to college. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, I love love being a black chick. Yeah. All of a sudden, he has cornrows. A do-rag. I remember one time, or one of the later episodes, Corey confronted him in the bathroom. I think uh, Sean was just being a dick. Yeah. He was yeah. dating a black chick. He was too cool. Yeah, yeah. Corey's like, hey, bro, what are you doing, man? Dating a black chick? Yeah. Well, not, uh, not, the, uh, not because I think he was cheating on her. Or, oh, okay, okay. He was just being a he piece just, of shit. Yeah, not being a good guy. But I do also remember that, like, his dad, Sean's dad, like, was a piece of shit who, like... He's an alcoholic. Yeah, and, like, it's the dude that's like, you like to shoot hobos naked from Joe Dirt? Okay, yeah, he was a redneck piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember. He's that actor. He's like, Homer's wearing makeup. Yeah, no, I don't remember. You uh, like to see Hobo's He was naked? in a trailer, though, right? Wasn't he yeah, yeah. in a trailer? Uh, but, like, he would pop in and out of uh, Sean's life. Mm. And I think, like, his older brother, the guy that I told Freddie, the piece of shit to look up, mm-hmm. uh, uh, basically so, raised him. So the, the best thing I found on him, most current information, is he married his girlfriend, Susan Matthews, on September 25th, 2016. Okay. Oh, he's doing, well. okay. doing nothing. Oh, I do want to touch on something. I recently. Uh, are you an American Horror Story fan? I think we. Uh, it's been a while. I so, think I watched the one with um, Chaz Bono when they're in the woods in Virginia. Roanoke. Oh, that was a good one. That was, that was the last one I watched. Yeah. Um, they recently came out with a. I mean, they're already in an anthology series, meaning they don't. You know, each season's different. But they came out with an anthology anthology series to now every episode's different. Okay. But uh, I did want to touch on, I was watching it, and there was a scene where uh, the lead character is a girl in, in high school. And, um, I mean, she's obviously like 32. <laughs> but she's playing a, a 16-year-old. Okay. And she meets 
uh, another 16-year-old, played by Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's daughter, who's, I think, our age. Um, so they're both adults. But there's a scene of the girl masturbating, thinking about Paris Jackson. And I felt really weird. We've all been there. I mean, we've all been there as a teenager, yeah, right? But I felt really weird watching a perceived teen masturbate on TV. I felt like that was like, you know, a little... Anybody who watched that is technically in possession of child pornography. Yeah. And should be persecuted, prosecuted, <laughs> prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. You are going to jail, you fucking scumbags. Yeah, I felt... Yeah, and I even talked to my chick about it. I was like, that's, that's really weird. Uh, you know, we're watching... And then they, they're making out, and they have like a whole session of them finger... Well, almost finger blasting well, each other. And these are children that we're watching. Almost any movie about... Any coming of age movie, especially yeah. like in the '90s, always had like teenage teenage sex. Technically, we should all be in jail. Yeah, have you seen the movie Kids? I did. Jesus, that's child pornography. Yeah, that one was really rough because they were all underage when they filmed that. Oof. No, you just admitted <laughs> to watching child. That's why you're not going to be on the show because you're going to be in jail. Yeah, Hollywood. If you want to sponsor us, though. <laughs> That's one. I don't know if I'm willing to sell it for Hollywood. They do some fucking. ISIS is okay, but yeah. that's why. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. ISIS is okay, but Hollywood. Hollywood's we're, we're drawing the line at Hollywood. Fuck that. Sponsor uh, me, yeah. and I'll be here just in a throne and glittering gold. <clears> this is the here. Jacob still and Mel podcast, brought to you by ISIS and Hollywood, and the <laughs> Trump prophecies, and, and hopefully Fleshlight. God, pick us up. You guys have a good night. The show. Stop Go suck yourselves. Michael.